live from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. قلب سليم. Sound heart. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. It's Colwyn Salim and I'm Taslima. I'm with you until 4 p.m. Well, welcome back to our series, Clarification of Noble Character. The program is based on the book, Clarification of Noble Character, book written by Sheikh Habib Umar bin Hafiz. And we have welcome our special guest doing the commentary and explanation online, Maulana Abdurrahman Khan, who is the director and founder of Darul Turath al-Islami. And today we're going to be discussing the good treatment of neighbors and assisting the oppressed, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Maulana. Well, welcome to Colburn Salima. Well, now we're looking forward to taking a good lesson to today's lesson, inshallah. Again, we are honored very much this afternoon to be commenting on the clarification of noble character by our teacher, Sayyid Alama and Habib Umar bin Muhammad bin Sani bin Hafiz. And we commence with this in 15, as you indicated to, that read good treatment of neighbors. And, uh, you know, there was one point that said Habib Umar made in this particular chapter that really got me thinking. He said that uh, one of the challenges and the problems we have in this era that we are living in is that many Muslim communities were not able to integrate the Islam with the Western society. So society has progressed. We became very much independent. We have beautiful homes with high walls and gates, and uh, every man is living in an island, as if he's living on an island, uh, completely detached from his neighbor. And it really got me thinking, before I actually comment on the lesson today, it got me thinking about the early days of the early days of Islam within this country, uh, the District 6 and the Warmer Estate and uh, the, the, the Claremont areas where there was some perhaps, you know, more of a better community structure where neighbors actually cared, where neighbors visited each other, where neighbors knew each other. And this is the essence of Islam. Uh, and it's very sad that we're living today in a community where we lost those values. In fact, a lot of what is discussed throughout clarification of noble character, the book clarification of noble character, we actually find it in the lives of our forefathers in the early days of Islam in this community. And really this book is a call towards how we can return to that way, how we can revive uh, some of those beautiful characteristics, characteristics, the quality traits, the manners, conduct of our forefathers and the people of before. And today we're speaking about good treatment of neighbors. Our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stressed this point very much. He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that Mazala Jibaril, you've seen it, Jibaril continued coming to remind me and speak to me about the rights of neighbors. Hatta Valanto and that I thought, I had the dominant thought that Jibaril was going to come with a revelation saying that my, make, that the neighbor is an alien, should inherit from a person if he leaves this world. And he got, that so much emphasis was placed on it that he thought that the neighbor is going to be treated the same like my father or my mother, or my brother or my sister or my sons and daughters. So, salam, place on neighbors. Uh, the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on another occasion, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, but Allah, he is not a believer. So the companions, they said, who is this? And the Prophet said, but Allah, he is not a believer. Christ. 
And then Rasul, the companions of the Rasul Sallallahu said for the third time that by Allah he's not a believer. They said that Richard is such a person. How unfortunate is the person regarding whom the Prophet Sallallahu said thrice in a row, by Allah he is not a believer. So Rasul Sallallahu said, the one whose neighbor is not safe from his harm. And that's uh, the first point that we're really making in terms of being kind towards neighbors is not to harm your neighbors, not to harm them with, them with, uh, with, with, with uh, you know, there's so many different aspects within a modern society. Do not harm them when your visitors are coming, that they are blocking their driveway, for example. Uh, learn to deal with them in a respectful manner, learn to deal with them in a, and, and, and uh, it can be challenging at times, but you need to remember that these are the advices from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala given to us through the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. One should be going out of his way, ensuring that his neighbor is happy with him. Another way is that we need to know what's happening in their home in terms of uh, do they have food on the table? Are they financially in a stable position? Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in this regard that by Allah, the one who goes through the month of Sha'ban in the knowledge that his neighbor and does not help him, is not a believer. And the admonishment is strict because the Prophet is saying this person is not a believer. And of course what this means is that you cannot be a true believer. You cannot truly be a believer if you are not taking care of your neighbor, if you are not looking after your neighbor. Uh, Sir Habib Umar in this chapter, he made an example of one of the great saints, an Imam Abdullah bin Alawi al-Haddad. Imam al-Haddad was an uh, exemplary figure in terms of what it means to take care of one's neighbor. He used to give his neighbors so much, so much he would give them that they became ashamed, they became shy. Even when they had no food, they would switch on the stove. So Imam Haddad would observe that there's a fire burning in their home. Uh, they would have a fire burning in their home, and then you would think that they have food, and then he would, uh, you know, be at rest. And then on one occasion, he met one of the young boys that lived in the home next door to him, and he asked him, what did you have for supper last night? And the young boy replied saying that we did not have supper. Then Imam Khadar said, yes, but I saw that there was a fire burning in your home and that you were preparing meals. And then the young boy said that my family, they only do that because they are ashamed to ask of you. So Imam Khadar became extremely upset. And he went over to his neighbors, repro- uh, reproaching them, saying, them that, saying to them that you have no right to do this to me. How can you put me in this terrible situation? Any night you find yourselves with nothing, my house is yours. Take what, take what you wish from me. As long as you are neighbors, I will never permit you to go to sleep at night without dinner. And this is how Imam Haddad uh, taught us how one should be his neighbors. Sometimes uh, uh, it might not be food that the neighbor is shooting, but they need some assistance. Sometimes the electricity is not working. Sometimes the keys are burst. Sometimes I just we, we need to. Uh, there's, a, there's one of the musallis that are mashing. Uncle Ahmad uh, Jakuti, he mentioned something very beautiful to me and coming back to the way our old people used to live. He said that they were a group of youngsters and they would observe that one of the neighbors has a roof that the tide is broken or a sheet is broken. He knows that there's a leak in the home and they were a group of friends. They would just come one Sunday morning, they would pick up at the auntie's home, jump on the roof, fix the roof and they say, Assalamu alaikum, off the door. You know, out of their own no expense, no charge, bring their own material, they're just coming to assist. They would do the same, they would find one of the neighbors uh, uh, hasn't, his home was not painted for many years. So they would come around with a 20 liter paint and some brushes, pitch up one Sunday morning at the home and just paint the house and by those time they are done. And assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. That is. 
Oh, mashallah, Mawlana Abdurrahman Khan, doing the commentary on the book Clarification of Noble Character by Sheikh Habib Umar bin Hafiz. Assalamu alaikum, Mawlana. Well, you now you may be still on continue um, with the text that you were that we have been covering. How many minutes do I have in the segment? I say we. I think we have about ten minutes, uh, Molina. Sorry. I think we have about ten minutes. Khair Bismillah Rahman Rahim Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alamin. Wassalamu ala Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. All praise belongs to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and. Big salutations upon our Master Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Continuing with our discussion from the clarification and noble character, and we're still speaking about the importance of honoring and respecting and assisting one's neighbor. We quoted a number of hadith in this regard. We made a beautiful example from the life of the great scholar and Imam Abdullah bin Alawi al-Haddad. Is another hadith of the Messenger Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam that uh, is mentioned in the book, and I'd like to mention it to our listeners on the radio because to what now, it comes to uh, keeping one's neighbor in mind. The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam he went as far as teaching us that if you were to purchase some fruit, the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam made the example, then or food, inshallah, some said either you have to give to your neighbor, and if you don't have to give to your neighbor, then conceal it from him so that your neighbor does not see what you have, and thus he feels bad that he cannot afford or not purchase the same that you do. Uh, so he said, if you buy some fruit, then give him your neighbor some, or else bring it into the house without him seeing it. And do not let your children go out with a piece of it, so as not to make his children jealous. Do not let him smell the food from your cooking pot without giving him some. These are the words of our Prophet Muhammad, mm-hmm. really impressing upon us to what extent should we be caring and keeping and being considerate of our neighbors, not letting them smell the food that we are preparing without sending them and then one of the one of the most common uh, meals that we prepare that actually reaches over to the neighbors is braai uh, or barbecue. And here from the, the Prophet Muhammad's words, he's saying that if you're going to be preparing such a food, that the smell will be reaching over to your neighbors, then be sure to send some over to them. And most Muslims today, alhamdulillah, the Father of Allah, if you're having a barbecue or a braai from the very outset, it means that Allah has put, put, you, put you in such a position that you could share and these are some of the important qualities that we should be keeping in mind. The last point that I'd like to take from the chapter before we move over to the next is that um, Sayyid Habib Omar made a very beautiful point when he said that uh, being a good neighbor in this world is all about preparing yourself for a better. He said, he said his words was, those who honor their neighbors, right, prepare themselves for the best neighborhood. We all want to be with our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Jannah. We all want to be his neighbor. We all want to see his smell. his hand. We all want to smell his fragrance. We all want to be in this and noble company. However, if we don't know how to keep and be good neighbors towards our current neighbors, then why would Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam want us to be his neighbor in Jannah? And that's something I think to reflect upon. If I am a great and excellent, outstanding neighbor in this world, then perhaps my chances of being the neighbor of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam tomorrow will be a much, much greater chance. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us that, that we can be in his company and his neighbor on the day of judgment. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. The next chapter that Sayyid Habib Umar discusses is uh, Lesson 16. And Lesson 16 speaks about uh, assisting the oppressed. He said that the one who defends the honor of another Muslim will be rewarded by Allah 
with assistance in this life and in the year after. Assisting the oppressed, oppressed is something that is not just recommended, become obligatory upon a person. Said Habib Umar comments to this chapter saying that many believers imagine that Islam is all about the five pillars. So they imagine that if I'm praying salah and passing the month of Ramadan and giving my zakah and going for hajj when I'm able to, 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 to go for hajj, then that suffices. But you see, it's not by, uh, that, that is not. The pillars of Islam are a structure around which the religion's moral teachings must be built. But it's much more than that. A, a believer is constantly looking around. He's aware of what's happening in society. If he knows of anyone that is being oppressed, he lends a hand, he supports, he assists. When you see somebody sucking alongside the road, he doesn't need that person sucking by himself. He jumps out and he assists. And you know, the type of reward that you receive from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is great. Besides that, you're assisting someone at the time of need. That person will forever remember you in his prayers. I remember and I always make this example that on one uh, Sunday during the month of Ramadan, uh, my wife and I, we, I, I delivered a picture in the Wellington Masjid. Often Cape Town. And on my way home, I, I, I sucked and I had a, a puncture. And from the middle of nowhere, one Egyptian, I forget his name, I don't even recall how he looks, but from the middle of nowhere, he stopped, he jumped out of his car, he took off my tire, uh, we didn't have a wheel brace, he ran into someone's home, he found a wheel brace, he replaced my tire, and it was a, it was a, a, a lot of effort that he made, until today I cannot forget him in my du'as for helping me at the time when I was at the time, at the time of need. And helping the oppressed is all about assisting someone at the time of need. Something that our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, assist your brother, whether he is the oppressor or the one being oppressed. If he's the oppressor, you're assisting him from, 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 from Allah's wrath. Because by oppressing somebody, you are saying Allah's wrath. And when he's oppressed, you are protecting him from oppression. Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the, the, the companions, they said, Ya Rasulullah, no doubt we should assist our brother. But how can we assist him if he is the oppressor? Then the messenger responded saying, if he is the oppressor and he is your Muslim brother, then prevent him oppressing others for this is assisting him, said Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And thus uh, 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 was the sunnah of Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And thus was the attitude of the companion. Can we imagine for one moment that if everybody was on the lookout, if everybody was uh, inquiring, knowing the status of his neighborhood, knowing the status of his neighbors, knowing the status of his community, he knows when someone is being oppressed. And if everybody is constantly on the lookout to avoid oppression, to remove oppression, can you imagine how beautiful society will be when neighbors mm-hmm. care for each other, where people care for each other, where the sunnah of Rasul becomes alive? It becomes a utopia. It becomes a utopia because everybody will love everyone. Everyone is assisting everyone. There's no wrongdoing, there's no oppression, and this is the objective of the sunnah, this is the objective of the sharia of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to bring about within our society such situations, such circumstances, where everyone cares for each other, where everyone helps each other, no one goes hungry, no one is oppressed, no one starves, everyone lives good lives. This is why our welfare lies in the law of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah. So, uh, uh, I'd, I'd like to read some passages from the from the uh, from the book Clarification of Noble Character. Said Habibullah said under the 16th chapter here regarding oppression, giving assistance to the oppressed and bringing relief to the suffering are considered part of noble character in Islam. There are qualities which so Allah compete over. 
sacrificing the money, the time, the thought, and even their lives in doing so. They make their transaction with Allah and their trade prosperous since they concern themselves with that which Allah loves and has prescribed. As a result, they gain a level of proximity to Him and receive His compassion and mercy. Assisting the oppressed is one of the best expressions of the mercy and faith that every Muslim should possess in their heart. No Muslim should fail to support his brother in some way. He may support him financially or convince others to offer their support. One of the uh, hadiths of the Prophet ﷺ in this regard, he said, the likeness of the believers in the love, mercy, and compassion that they show each other is one body. If one part of the body suffers from an ailment, the whole body suffers from insomnia and fever. A really sad story that uh, that came to me the other day was that there was a uh, Pakistani or Bangladeshi businessman that was being asked uh, some ridiculous amount of, of, of protection money from some Muslim brother, you know, exploiting the... Uh, this year to trying to do uh, work in our community. That is oppression. If we come to know of people that are being oppressed in this way, especially when we have foreigners coming to our society that are trying to make a halal living for themselves, then as a community we cannot allow this type of oppression to take place. We need to stand up. We need to. The Prophet وسلم, one of the points that Habib Omar made in this chapter, that if we cannot assist the one that is being oppressed today, how do we expect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to assist us Tomorrow, how do we expect Allah to assist us on the day of judgment, the day of pain, the day of misery, the day of discomfort? You know, so by assisting the oppressed today, we earn the by showing support and aid to those who are oppressed today. We will earn the support and the aid of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala on the day of judgment. Uh, conclude with the last paragraph chapter, the du'a of Sayyid Habib Umar, where he says that, "Oh Allah, assist us." and give us the ability to assist the oppressed. Bestow upon us your most precious gifts, and drive away from us the evil of oppression and the evil of the oppressors, and make us also guide others. May Allah bestow his peace and blessings upon our Master Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and upon his family and companions. All praise be to Allah, Lord of the world. When we do meet again, inshallah ta'ala, we'll be discussing Lesson 17, which speaks of keeping promises, Believers consider the break of a promise to be a departure from the etiquette of the sacred law and failure to fulfill its obligations. We're also looking at lesson 18 that speaks about humility. So meet again, we're speaking about keeping a promise and also humility, which is an extremely important quality that Ukraitonian Muslims must develop within. We have to develop within ourselves. Inshallah. Before creation and then before the Creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah allow us to cover these beautiful chapters, to benefit from them, and to implement them in our lives. Wa sallallahu ala sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Inshallah. Well, Maulina, for those wanting to perhaps get a copy of uh, the book Clarification of Noble Character, um, how how may they do so? No, so the Clarification of Noble Character, you could purchase a copy either at our center uh, in Athlone, number 10 Church Street in Athlone, or you could pick up a copy uh, or purchase a copy at the Timbuktu Bookstore in uh, number 19, Golf Course Road, Sabran Park. Maulana, uh, uh, are you separately uh, doing the text at um, Darul Turaf as well? Do you mean teaching the text? Yes. yes. Uh, current class taking place on the text, but perhaps in the future for now, we are sharing and commenting and reading through the text 
Well, mashallah, that was Maulana Abdurrahman Khan doing the commentary and explanation of the book Clarification of Noble Character by Habib Umar bin Hafiz. The book is available at Darul Turath al-Islami and Timbuktu Bookshop, as Maulana just said. Do note the podcast will be uploaded onto www.iono.fm, that is spelled I-O-N-O. .fm and Facebook as well, inshallah. From myself to Slima Ali, it's been an amazing Ramadan. Subhanallah, I can't believe we have another week for the rest of this weekend, inshallah. May you be in the nur of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May your mouth remain moist with the remembrance of our Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. From myself to Slima, be safe on the roads and have an absolutely beautiful iftar with your families. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. قلب سليم ساوند هارت